Hi, everyone. Um, thank you. I, I thank I thank a Kathy for um, contacting me and asking me to speak tonight. Um, it's it's an interesting time of year. Uh, I almost forgot that I was speaking tonight because uh, we get so busy with doing things that we forget sometimes um, our commitments. And I was just so grateful that um, that did not happen. And I just five minutes ago took a breath and said, get your head clear and share on, on my experience of this journey of life. And that's the best way I can describe my recovery. I'm in, I am truly a compulsive overeater who today is recovered. And I'm only recovered because of my higher power that I call God allowed me to get recovered. I did not know about program. I did not come into program until I was 67 years old. And it was only through the courage, and I say courage because when she started speaking, I got a little bit crazy and became very aggressive and tried to bully her and tell her to stop. But the young woman kept speaking, and she said, Carmela, you are a compulsive overeater. And I slammed on the table, and I said, I am not. I can lose weight whenever I decide I want to. So I was full of my eyes and full of myself and I was in control and I realized after she said to me, because I couldn't shut her up, I could not stop her, she just continued and she said, do you understand? A compulsive overeater has an allergy of the body and an obsession of the mind. And that's how she got me, by telling me the doctor's opinion. Because I understood allergy, because I have many of them. And I understood obsession because, as I heard someone in AA, uh, because I I would go to the AA meetings once I got into program because they were a lot closer than some of the OA face-to-face meetings. And I heard this fella say, I can't stop the noise in my head because it would go on and on and on and on. And 
understood what that fellow was talking about because there was lots of noise in my head, obsessive thoughts. And when she said that I had an obsession of the mind and an allergy of the body, I stopped being aggressive. I stopped banging on the table and I sat down calmly and I listened. And she told me, you need to buy a book. It's called the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous. And you need to come to a meeting. And we will explain the book. We will read out of the book and explain it. And so I did. And she hooked me. And she said to me, Many months after that, she said, I don't know what got into me that night. I have never done that in my life. And she's a very quiet girl. And I never knew. I knew her since she was a child. She was a friend of my niece's. And I never knew she was an anorexic and a bulimic. So she would swing back and forth between starving and binging. And she, that night, I believe, was acting through God. And she got me into this program. And that was ten and a half years ago. And Every day is a journey, a journey of life. And recently, I had a young nephew. He he was celebrating his birthday, and he has two older brothers. He was 15. He turned 15, and his two older brothers were there. And we had a a small... um, He blew out the candles, and there was a small cake, and he cut the cake and made a wish, and then they were serving it. And as usual, they knew. They didn't even offer me a piece because they knew I wouldn't eat it. But the 18-year-old brother looked at me and said, you mean, very sarcastically, you mean to tell me. If you have a little piece of this, you'll go right back up to the way you used to be. And I said, you don't understand. I am an addict. And he looked at me because people don't think of food as addiction. I said, I am a food addict. And the younger fellow whose birthday it was said, we learned about addiction in school. And I said, yes. I said, and your aunt is an addict. I am a food addict. And these young men, it's so interesting because 
I was with them a couple of weeks ago, and they were having dinner, and they invited me to join them. And I said, well, yes, I said, I could have what you're having. And the 18-year-old again said, you know, she could have sugar if it was number five on the list. It just can't be number one. So I don't know how he's learning about these things. But I said to him, oh, I'm sorry to differ, but I don't have any. If there's any sugar in the ingredients, I do not have any because whether it's number five or number 10, I don't want any sugar because I am severely allergic to it. In my disease, I would have to have it for breakfast, for lunch, and for dinner. I always had to have some sort of a refined sugar with my meal. Funny thing is, I would never put sugar in my coffee. I didn't like it. I just liked the, the, the coffee, the tea, just with a little bit of milk. And never, never did I ever use sugar in coffee. But yet I had to have some sort of a sweet at every single meal. And when I learned about this program and someone said, we make amends and they went through the list and we read in the book about making amends and someone said, Yes, I I have to make an amends to myself because I abused myself so. And they gave me food for thought because I thought about it and I thought, nope, I don't need to make any amends to myself because I realized that my higher power that I call God gave me free will. And I took that free will and I ran and I used it and I did whatever I wanted and I ate myself up to, I stopped weighing at 315 pounds. And... I just kept eating and eating, and I would sit there as I was shoving, and I mean shoving the food in my mouth, and saying, oh, my back is killing me. My legs are so swollen. Camilla, you know this is going to make it worse. And I would say, I don't care. I have to have it. And I truly, I thought I was a free, 
independent woman. But I was truly a slave to that food. And it took, as my sponsor, my most recent sponsor that I have, I sent her a picture of what I look like at my top weight and a picture of now. And she said, it has to be a miracle because for a 67-year-old woman to be able to shed 175 pounds and my entire life, my entire life I would try to lose weight And I would go on these diets, go to health farms, go to spas, do everything under the sun to lose the weight. And I would always go right back to it. So I know that this program, step one, I was powerless, totally powerless. And I never realized it. And how could I go for six decades not realizing? But when you're an addict and when you're in denial, and I was in denial, I was using my free will. I was Madam Full Charge. I was the boss of bosses. And I would boss you. And if I were in a crowd and someone was talking, I would have an opinion. They wouldn't ask my opinion, but I would give them my opinion because that was my personality trait. I had no boundaries. I didn't know what a boundary was. And I thought, oh, if I get a manicure and my nails are perfect, and if I wear fancy, a fancy suit, they wouldn't notice. How could you not notice the Thank you so much. How could you lose 300 pounds? Over 300 pounds. And it took my near dying. I did get cancer and um, sugar is feeds, loves, and it's a trigger to predispose to cancer. So I did get cancer. No one else in my family ever had cancer. And uh, the doctor refused to do the surgery because he said he wasn't going to kill me because he wasn't going to operate on me because I was way too big. He was going to treat me with radiation. And I found a doctor that would operate 
and I had multiple complications. For three years, I was in and out of hospitals, and I survived that, and I went right back to the food. So if you are still in the food, you are worth so much more than what you're putting in your mouth. I have never, this is the season, this season, whatever holiday you celebrate, this is the season of joy. I have never had such joy and gratitude the way I have now. And I am 78 years old. How could that be possible? And I have maintained a 165-pound weight loss. And people see me and they can't believe it. They look at my old pictures, my driver's license. I lost, I lost my license on the street and one of my neighbors was right behind me and she picked it up and turned it into our security booth. And when she saw me, she said, wow, Carmela, you better get a new picture. You don't look like that anymore. And I looked in the mirror after losing the weight, and I almost didn't know who I was. And the gift, the gift that this program allows us the freedom, the joy, and the mobility is beyond. And you deserve it. You deserve it. And are worth it. And it took working these steps for me to realize that and know it. And every day, every day, Since the day I came into program, I write my gratitudes of the previous 24 hours of the magnificent things that have occurred in my life within those 24 hours. And it's only because of this program that I can be tuned in and have a true relationship with the God of my understanding and know true love and joy and peace. And with that, I wish you all a beautiful season of love and I pray that you realize you are worth it. So work it. Thank you so much and I pass.